On today's show, Season 4, Episode 6, Luck and Misfortune. I'm going to talk about the concept of luck and misfortune. I'm going to talk about a story of a man named Frain Selleck. And I'm going to talk a little bit about my new diagnosis of diabetes. These and other things are coming up on your favorite podcast show, Cop of Dow, starting right now. You're listening to Cup of Dow with your host, Chris L. McClish. Chris is a man with many roles, many journeys, and one spirit. So how you doing? Are you hanging in there? I hope you're doing pretty good. So yeah, I recently got diagnosed with diabetes. Bummer. Anyway, um, I got some interesting things to talk about today. And I'm doing this a little bit different today. I'm recording this on an iPad since my wife's been home working on the computer. She has papers everywhere and so it's really kind of, um, I don't know, uh, I know she's not territorial, and I'm not either, but I thought, you know, I'll try something different. I'll pull out the iPad, see if I can hook the microphone to it, and see if I can record the podcast. And no, I'm not getting, any, I'm not getting uh, paid or sponsored by Apple, so that's not a plug for Apple. I just thought it was kind of neat to be able to do this on an iPad. So, anyway, um, I have a good story for you. And it's a, as best as I can tell, you can look it up. It's a true story. So this is the story of a guy named Frain Selleck, born June 14, 1929. So he's currently, at the time of this recording, he's 91 years old. And he's a Croatian man who is known as probably the world's most unlucky, luckiest man. So he started out with some near-death experiences, which began in 1962 when he was riding a train through a cold, rainy canyon. The train actually flew off the tracks and crashed into a river. An unknown person pulled Selleck to safety while 17 other passengers drowned. Selleck suffered a broken arm and hypothermia. Okay, get this. The next year, during his first and only plane ride, he was blown out of the plane and he landed in a haystack with the plane crashing and killing 19 people. Three years after that, in 1966, a bus that he was riding in skidded off the road and into a river, drowning four passengers, and he swam to shore and had a few cuts and bruises. So you getting this so far? This guy was in a plane that was crashing. He flew out of the plane and landed in a haystack. Okay. And then a bus he was riding in went into a river, killing four passengers, and all he had was cuts and bruises. But it doesn't stop there. In 1970, his car caught on fire as he was driving, so he managed to jump out before the fuel tank blew up. 
Three years later, in another driving incident, the engine of his car was doused with hot oil from a malfunctioning fuel pump. This caused flames to shoot through the air vents. His hair was completely singed in this incident, but otherwise he was unharmed. In 1995, he was struck by a bus, but sustained only minor injuries. In 1996, he eluded a head-on collision with a United Nations truck on a mountain. He curved, swerved into a guardrail, which gave way under the force of his car. He was ejected from the car when the door flew open, and he managed to hold on to a tree while his car plummeted down 300 feet, or 90 meters, into a gorge. So his story doesn't end there. In 2003, two days after his 73rd birthday, Selleck won the lottery. So do you believe in the concept of luck or good fortune? Do you believe in misfortune? What about, um, what do you believe? I know... There's a lot of things in my life that I once believed and then later on I drifted away from. And yet, I've told you all before, sometimes I've seen miracles happen, or what I think is miracles. Sometimes I've seen the power of prayer. And I think, wow, this is amazing. Now, it could all be coincidence. And I'm the biggest skeptic that there is out there. But I don't know. You know? That brings up something that, don't we tend to bend the Tao based on our beliefs? We kind of, you know, kind of change how we see the Tao. I noticed that um, Dr. Wayne Dyer, he kind of viewed it from a Christian point of view. So he compared the Tao pretty much to God. But yet somebody more with an atheist view views the Tao as an impartial thing. Just kind of like, um, just uh, something that doesn't care about us humans. And you can find evidences of kind of both a um, purposeful world or a non-purposeful world in the Tao Te Ching. I noticed that, um, you know, thinking in, going back to the empty cup, Kind of reminds you of the old saying, is the glass half full or half empty? But uh, we can look at the empty space and say there's purpose to be created there. That's where the, uh, that's where the true nature of the cup is. Without that empty space, we wouldn't be able to fill it with anything. Yet without the cup, we wouldn't have the empty space. So, not to hurt your brain, but it seems like every complementary thing has to be there for the other to support it. Does that make sense? Um, but as far as what we know as luck, or the opposite, misfortune. 
it's really hard to put things all in terms of just accidents. And yet at the same time, it's hard for us to grasp any kind of sense of meaning or purpose. And when we do, we kind of put ourselves as being really important in the scheme of things. Maybe we are, maybe we're not. So, just some things to think about there. I guess, um, you know, one thing I've always thought about is they used to say in graduate school in psychology that somebody who's depressed or anxious has a distorted view of the world. But the opposite of that's true, too. You know, the um, depressed person sees some of the problems in the world and sees some of the problems in their life. Maybe that's all they see, but they see those clearly. The anxious person is all too aware of some of the dangers that are out there. You know, when you think about it, maybe people who are healthy are healthy because they have healthy delusions. We believe when we drink something that it's, you know, it doesn't have contaminants in it. We trust that when we drive somewhere that somebody's not going to crash into us. We just have this belief that everything's going to be okay. Except when it isn't. And, um, yeah, I used to exercise to try to get over, you know, I went through some health issues, and then I exercised, and then the pandemic hit. And to be honest with you, I didn't go to the gym. I didn't eat like I should. And so now, I've really got to watch sugars and things. And it's got me reevaluating diet. I think I'm going to go back to more something more plant-based, obviously more lower carb, you know, no refined sugars, that sort of thing. So it'll be a big adjustment for me. You ever had to make any uh, huge choices like that? I mean, I guess you don't have to do that. It is a choice. But the consequences of not making that choice mean um, more certainty that something bad's going to happen. I used to tell people, um, like when I was working with addicts, I used to tell them there's no guarantee that if you do all these healthy things that your life's going to be wonderful tomorrow, that everything's going to work out fine. But on the other side of that coin, you know that if you continued on the unhealthy path that you were on, it's pretty much certain that something bad's going to happen, right? And so if I loaded up on sugars and carbs and stuff, um... I know that that's not probably going to lead to anything good, health-wise anyway. So, and I've been debating going to the gym. My pulmonologist says I shouldn't because I have asthma, and I'm over 50, so that puts me at high risk of getting the COVID. So, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that don't believe in masks, and you know, aren't concerned about getting the COVID. But um, I am, so it's a heavy choice to make about whether I go to the gym or not. 
have to weigh out some things. Speaking of politics, several of you have written me different emails. Um, some of them talked about, I know there's a few of you that like Trump and, um, you know, really felt like I was slamming Trump and, uh, you know, that, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. I can just say this politically, honestly, I'm a moderate. I kind of think all politicians are corrupt. Um, but I will call it out when I see somebody doing something that I think personally goes against the environment or goes against human rights, be they Democrat or Republican or whatever country they're from. So that's just my two cents there. Um, what else do I want to talk about today? Uh, you know, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of running out of things to say. Honestly, that's why it's taken me a while to come up with another podcast episode. I feel like everything that I wanted to say is out there. If this is your first experience with Cup of Dow, not a good place to start. You want to start with Season 1, Episode 1. Or if you really want to tie it to, you know, um, Taoism in a true, literal sense, I would start with Season 3, work back to Season 1, and then go to Season 2 before starting Season 4. Season 4 is kind of for the people that stuck around with me through this journey. Because we're all on a journey. And um, other emails I get, that kind of reminds me, other emails I get, there's some that kind of criticize that I don't know what I'm doing or that sort of thing. And then there's the opposite of that, of people that kind of expect me to be the guru. Um, I'm not a guru. Uh, there's people that expect me to be an Alan Watts. I, I don't have the time or the energy to do that, to be honest. But I am happy I've been there on your journey. So I don't know where to go with this podcast. I know if I do end up ending it, I'll probably come back with another podcast in some form or another. And at some point, I'll give you a hint about that, what that will be. So anyway, um, don't really have a lot to say right now. Hope you're doing good. Continue to uh, send me those emails and comments, and uh, we'll go from there. I am, this is probably not the last episode, but I just can't picture doing season 10, season 20, you know, of Cup of Dow. Uh, I'm a man of few words. It sounds like in the Tao Te Ching, it was um, supposed to be kind of a short book, too, or short writing. So, I'll leave you with that. Be sure and purchase my book, Accepting Life on Life's Terms, Taoist Psychology for Today's Uncertain Times. If you love this podcast, you'll love the book. 
look for the book wherever you buy books. Available in written and digital format. Hey, that's all for today's show. I will see you next time. May peace and love be with you. Thank you for listening. Bye. for listening. Have a good day. This podcast is a Coach CMC production.